Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. You're listening to... The Sexy Unique Podcast. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shanghals. Okay, so I'm really excited about the guest on this episode because he's part of the like bro contingency that's obsessed with Vanderpump rules that I really didn't know existed until like a year ago. So please welcome Matt Lally. Bro shame right out the <laughs> gate. I am honored to be here in the hallowed and storied halls <laughs> of the SUP podcast, FKA. 
I'm honored <laughs> to have you. I don't want to say like when I thought about it because I didn't, th- I wasn't thinking about it because then I would have known it would not, it wasn't the case. But I guess when I just like very superficially allowed my mind to wander to a place of imagination about this, I sort of pictured myself like pulling up to, uh, like an office building <laughs> on Wilshire and going up to like a little In a studio. studio. I've never done any, a po- this is my first podcast yeah. experience, but, uh, for the listeners, it it's it does take place at your apartment. Yeah. Gorgeously appointed. Thank you. Very good vibes. It's a good vibe here. It's, it's way a safe better space. than I'm so glad we're not in like some kind of sterile with like overhead lighting, like the like yeah. neon lighting. Just cultivating like just we're just dishing. Yeah. I'm like come sit on the couch, I'll turn a lamp on. We're gonna dish about yeah. our pals. Mm-hmm. So you've been a fan from the get go. I, um, I was a, I was, I was big into Housewives, like first season OC Housewives. Wow. Um, but I, then, that's a twist I did not see. <laughs> when I was living in LA, my roommate um, was into uh, Beverly Hills Housewives. So from the, my, I, I had stopped watching all that kind of stuff but my reference point was there so I was happy to sit and watch with her so I just kind of serendipitously caught the masterpiece entree into you followed like Sheena with the tray into all of a sudden Vanderpump Rules land and I saw it coming and I was like wait you know you almost yeah you didn't you didn't notice and then you noticed and you're like wait the yes. seamless transition. Yes. And so were you on board like right away? You were like, I'm so down with this. Like could not have been more down. Wow. Because I've all, I've been, um, I'm a writer, you know, but I, uh, my, you know, day job or night job or whatever you want to call it is I've been working in, in restaurants for, for, for years. So mm-hmm. I, that was the first besides, you know, I guess you had, I guess you had like, uh, there's some kind of like restauranty type reality shows, but this felt to me immediately like this is going to be the first like real sort of around my age group behind the scenes working in a restaurant yeah. reality show. So that was, it was like the perfect storm for me. Love that. That's why I get excited now when you guys have talked in the past about how when they just jam in these like seemingly out of place <laughs> Sir storylines with like everyone's in New Orleans, but then they got to do the part where like a cabbage the, soup moment. Yeah, the poor girl is trying to like <laughs> recite the the specials Katie to, O'Malley. to Lisa Katie O'Malley. R.I.P. Katie O'Malley. You had your moment in the sun. That's when I I I, I peek back up for those. I'm <laughs> so into they're doing those. it for you, basically. Yeah, I love those, and um, that's why, and that's more. I mean, I you guys have been you guys have been sort of teasing a little bit, talking about like the Jacks. Uh, Britney spinoff not that's not interesting to me you wouldn't watch that I I mean I I certainly will tune in to give it a shot Mm -hmm. but I don't have high expectations that I'll I'll stay hooked in yeah now I saw something this past week where he was asked about the reality spinoff and he kind of brushed it off as like maybe it's not happening he was like they talked to a lot of us about like a lot of spinoffs so I'm like (laughs) no one even knows what the truth is anymore when you guys first started talking about it it sounded like just kind of conjecture on your part but it's like oh it seems like it's 
from where I'm sitting, it seems like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like you guys have been talking about it and then like know, you've been hearing bits and pieces. You guys, you put it, you put it in the, yeah, out there. I willed this into existence. Yeah. But another thing that but you guys also mentioned that it also maybe felt like Lisa's lining up a new crop. It does feel like Lisa's lining up a new crop. I think especially with like the her talk of like partnering with Sandoval to open a new location. Yes. That has a lot of possibilities for the future. I mean, here's the spin-off that I'm looking okay, for. Yeah. Give is, it to me. Is yeah, new restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um classic cast members such as your your Sandoval and your Peter working in managerial positions at that restaurant trying to corral a new young crop. That's smart. That's really smart. That's what that's what I want to see. I like that. Because I, I like it when it's tethered to the, the working in the restaurant. You I know? need there to be an alley. The yeah. where people can yeah and a fake meet and talk I need there to be the, the, I need the alley and I need like the fake oh like can you watch my can you cover my tables for mm-hmm. while I go outside for half an hour yeah yeah I I really miss the alley so I was also and we'll get into it in a second but I was very happy that there was like an alley moment in this episode because it I've just been like when Lala comes back yeah when Lala like emerges from the bowels of the Sir Alley to like I was having a hard time sort of like parsing what her motivation for the return was I feel like it was more for the viewer to kind of like wrap up to just wrap up her storyline with a bow let's get a little let's get a closure on Lala because it was kind of under the guise of like a, another apology for Ariana. It was an apology for Ariana. It was also like a like the best is she's comes out and she's like, "Well, I'm here to really tell Lisa that I'm not working here anymore." Neither, yeah, the two neither of it made sense because I I already felt like her missing Ariana. The drama of her missing Ariana's birthday party felt produced to me. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, you know, they had had she had a spot that they had planned for, and they could have got somebody else to do it. But it didn't seem like that big of a deal that she like ghosted on the birthday party. Really, it seemed like a big deal to me. Like, I felt like she actually like didn't show up that day, and they were like, "Uh, hello." Yeah. I mean, I don't think that it's like any skin off their back yeah. at the end of the day, but I feel like it was just a weird thing that she did, where it was like she just never showed and then never responded to any like texts or calls i guess for me i have flaky people in my life Mm -hmm. and for my own sanity or i mean for better or worse whatever i guess i've like adopted a policy of just like not sweating the flakiness that much anymore you're just surrounded by so for me yeah i was ready to just be like oh la la flake like move on see her in a few weeks you know and And then you'd be like hey la la just like you know we're not mad but I want you to know that, you know, we had we had planned for you to join us and be, you know, whatever Sheena could have come. <laughs> Sheena <laughs> or whatever. Well. I remember oh no, who was, somebody else was like done in for the other spot. No, it was Kennedy. Sheena. Was it Kennedy? Somebody wanted to go on that. Sheena wanted to go and then they were like they were like, No, sorry. And then she was stuck going on the girls' trip to Montauk, which truly looked like hell. And you've been watching Summer House now. I have, I have not. Oh, okay. I have not. I watched the... I knew they were going to copy the... The format. The seamless yeah. 
thing, but they I were just like, now hear these weird like Aryans in Montauk. I, c- I can't get into horrible people. I can't get into Summer House because uh, maybe it's a, like I I need there to be a, at least one or two characters that I find a- attractive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And w- whether it be like uh you know a Schwartz type guy that I, is a person that I could picture myself hanging out with, or whether it's like you know, um you know just like a, a, a babe like ariana or whatever you yeah. know but they don't have that for me on that's true on summer house i find i know that we're not doing i know that we're not supposed to be doing like no, the, we can get into the talk it. about people's like like personal appearances type stuff but i mean we can't <laughs> i have a i do have a no fat shaming policy right. but i think it's fine to like say you're not attracted to anyone on the summer house cast and i have to agree with you that i'm also not and i feel like that's probably now that you're saying it the reason that I could not like form an attachment to that show. Cause even the guys, I was like, who are these guys? You have to have it just like, you have to have at least like just like one person that you're is a little, like a little spicy. You need a Jack for you, you know? Yeah. I need like that kind of like dangerous, but also I'm more into like a West coast, the like West coast narrative of Vanderpump rules, which is like all these transplants like ended up here and it's like gritty and they're just trying to make it happen. And it's like, LA attracts like a different type of like hot person than New York does, I'd say. The the the, the Vanderpump milieu is is like honest and organic. These people came from where, you know, Winter Park Park, Florida, wherever wherever they came from and got restaurant jobs and were trying to be musicians and actors. Like the 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 the, the, the Hamptons, like New Yorky thing when they're they're trying to I mean, I grew up in I grew up in New York City, so it's like I'm really I'm really tuned in when these people that are not native New Yorkers are trying to like explain to you like how like the Hamptons works, you know? Yeah. It just doesn't cut it for me. You're like, I know the truth. Sheena was in a, I was like, you know, was in a tight spot where she was, she was like on the, she was on the outs with, with the girls at that point. But it's like, they was simultaneously like, didn't want her on the girls trip that weekend but like she would have been in hot water if she had gone to the yeah. to the NASCAR race. I think Sheena That was like a lose lose for She's always in the lose lose scenario. But I think she kind of makes that herself because she is a little bit wishy washy and like doesn't fully commit to one decision or the other. So then she finds herself like on this weird Montauk trip where it's like she doesn't want to eat seafood. She doesn't want to drink. She's like doesn't really want to like do anything that those girls want to do. But she'd rather just do that than even stay home and have like a reflective like self-care weekend. Yeah, she's 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 so malleable. Mm-hmm. You know, that's her that's her whole steez. Like she just, just wants to be she just wants to be there and so she's has to be inoffensive to all parties. Yeah. And it's also like all the stuff with her and Shay at this point is like, it's so dark to me. Like any time that they're in the same room, because it's clear that there's something really sinister going on. Like Shay is done with this relationship and Sheena is still kind of trying to like play to the cameras and play to everyone that it's like, they're going to go to a fertility doctor and like go live their lives and like maybe have a baby and he's working on something special in the studio for her. And I'm like, uh, he's like snorting Xanax in the studio, like avoiding your calls and texts. So ostensibly his project that he's working on is like, is some kind of tribute to Sheena or something. So when they, when she's in the restaurant, like 
with um Jax and Katie and they're like having like a quick like rundown Jax is like where's Shay and then Sheena's like oh he's just he's been in the studio so much but like we're gonna go to a fertility doctor like next week because like we've been married for two years and like everyone's kind of like what the fuck are you talking about and then he's and then she said like when she's walking away she's like but he's working on something special like for me (laughs) and then like walks away all right so I um I'm a bit of like a Vanderpump purist Mm -hmm. in the sense that I don't tune in for any current events any cast related current events Mm -hmm. I don't follow any cast members on Twitter I don't so I'm like intentionally not in tune with what's going on with Sheena and Shay's relationship I guess I kind of under I but you know that they like got they're like getting a divorce right right I've I've heard that you know but I haven't like read up on it you know so as far as my my experience goes Mm -hmm. as far as I know they're still together as far oh, so at this point you're like they're all together. i know is, the is is the latest that i learned on <laughs> monday night yeah. you know so i mean i guess you know part of me in the back of my mind knows that ultimately he's going to drain the bank account and they're going to get a divorce but i'm staying with yeah the current truth that i know which is that they're still together but i am so you're just coming from a place of hope is is him being like he's always in the stew like <laughs> He's in the studio. But who is that true, or is that made up? And who? And if it's a lie, who's lying? Is he? Is Shay lying to Sheena and saying that he's in the studio when he's just like camped out at his friend's house because he doesn't want to be around her, or he's using or something? Or is there something else going on that Sheena knows about and she's just? lying to everybody and saying that he's in the studio because it gets brought up so much it gets brought up so that it's much. not it's her favorite phrase it's not true it's she's putting not she's true. putting that face on it so she can be like yeah, you know he's working so Shay hard is a, is a is a musician but even he's laying down tracks in the studio to even i don't know to even I don't to think... even consider Shay as a, as a musician is so dubious. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever know who the lie is coming from, but it definitely is a lie. Like his last song was by Felicia. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not coming together for Shay, Mike Shay. And when Shay is Shay. there? So you're you're more, a little more in tune with what's going on presently. So I wanted to yeah. ask you: Is there like a Mike Shay project release date? I don't think that there's a release date, but do you remember something dropping? I don't don't know when it's dropping, but I will say that. Do you remember that YouTuber that got in big trouble for like fat shaming like sometime last year? There was this girl. It was like mildly scandalous. Like the Daily Mail had a story about it, but this like YouTuber basically went on a rant against obese people and like fat shamed them and was like, why are you so fucking fat? Like stop (laughs) eating for God's sake. And like did this whole rant and then everyone got their panties in a twist and were like, how fucking dare you? And then she was like a pariah after that. So that girl is who Mike Shea is in the studio with. Like that's his now new like musical partner. They're collabing. They're collabing. I don't know what they're... She became famous for the, the fat shaming faux pas, but she was a musician to begin with? I guess or she's she was just a musician. A, she's just a, I don't, an it's internet like the person. the nebulous world of like YouTuber, internet 
person, yeah. musician, whatever. Yeah. So they're in a collab. I don't know what's happening. I I don't follow Mike Shea. I don't think on any social media. <laughs> I just like let the world tell me when he does something. So I'm sure I'll know whenever it happens. Because he's just a walking um like like z z z. He's so emoji. over it. But however, I you guys have touched on it, and I I I, I must agree he is looking good he's looking great he's never looked better he lost the beard he lost like 10 pounds of beard he lost like 10 pounds of face he's doing this like stubble thing and his face is kind of hollowed out from how much he hates his life and like his soul's been sucked out and so he kind of has this like dangerous sexy thing happening that's like it speaks to a dark part of me that gets attracted to that kind of vibe, but I will say that I enjoy watching it from a distance, and I'm into it. You can watch there was there was a there was a, a moment in the latest episode that there's been a there, there's been a few of these moments where you just you watch him just going through the motions of their relationship. Anytime and- that they're in their bedroom, he becomes like just an animatronic. Like he's like puts the pillows on the bed and like takes them off and kind of just stares at her like when they were packing it i was actually uncomfortable i was like recoiling so i was like he hates her he's talking about doing her laundry i do your laundry i don't know what these are supposed to be and And she's like babe it's a pantsuit babe can you see it wasn't a pantsuit p.s that was a jumpsuit a jumpsuit or like a long a long a long one piece or what do you call like a romper with pants on it it's like a there's like kind of a jumpsuit it's like it's a pantsuit and he just gives her he's now just a continual blank stare when she talks he just blinks kind of in her general direction and then she's like "Mm." his hatred for her and their entire predicament that he's got himself stuck in it's palpable palpable, yeah which kind of i think segues us nicely into the real the, the 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 sort of running theme of the past few episodes which is like how are these like purported friends of Katie and Schwartz like allowing this marriage to happen? I think everyone is complicit in the let's bottle it up and not talk about it. I think when I think when there's meltdowns happening, everyone gets riled up and into the drama and lets their opinions fly and it's like they're all boozing, so it's like a free emotional roller coaster. And then once Katie and Schwartz kind of level out and then they like look into each other's eyes and they're like we're not gonna fight bottle it up we're moving on we'll i can't never believe talk that they again. actually used the phrase bottle it up what continually shocks me is that like how unself-aware everyone is like they kind of they try to have these moments of being like confront their demons or their problems but then ultimately it's like they get so close to the edge and then just retreat back into themselves. Yeah, like, and by their own admission are are okay with... Chilled. They acknowledge, like, yeah, they use the phrase bottle it up. I think, like, the sweep it under the rug has been yeah. used. They, and everyone supports it, too. So they're why like, Why do okay, you think that is? I don't know. I think it's like... I just think that they're emotionally immature. Like, when Sheena, the best... One of the best moments of this episode, which ties into it, is when... They're all, all the girls are trying on their bridesmaid dresses. And Sheena's like, you know, like, you just need to learn how to communicate. Like, me and Shay, we went to therapy once, didn't need it again. We knew how to talk to each other. And it's like, Sheena, that's not how therapy works. Like, 
I think she just doesn't understand like kind of how life works. Like that harkens back the to the sobriety. Yeah, thing, where you like, know shade 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 needed to seriously get sober, and her version of that was like, oh yeah, I can't be with someone who's gonna not drink. How could you do that? You just like just don't. Get crazy, yeah. Have a, get a buzz on. Have a couple glasses. Get like know? a chill buzz, and then like have fun for God's sake. And then she's like, went to therapy. It the way she delivered that line was like, I was like, am I watching The Office right now? Like it's like a character that's like she delivered it with like a comedy cadence that I really appreciated. Sheena is wild out of touch. She's really out of touch. But then that just kind of is reflective of the whole me- the group mentality, which is like a lot of shit's going on, but you know, it's okay and we'll like get back to that place. And even like when they were talking about Tequila Katie when she had her thing at Pandora's house and then Stassi kind of stuck up for her and she was like, "So what? She like gets drunk and screams at her boyfriend. Like we all do that." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. This isn't normal yeah. behavior. That doesn't excuse it. No. You think that so Jax has been kind of floating it a little bit like he's like he's doing like the passive aggressive like saying it and then acting like he's joking you know floating the idea of like Tom maybe like you want to not get married you mm-hmm. know but you and you and you, you think that San you know as a as, you know as, as such a someone who cares about Schwartz so much that Sandoval would maybe step up and someone should t- needs to take him aside and be like don't do this. There's no reason for you to do this. Tom Schwartz could get an amazing girl yeah. that would be a great match for him in five seconds flat. Yeah. And even Katie, I feel like, could could rebound very successfully yeah. from this relationship. Their stock has like risen since the inception of Vanderpump rules, and they're like in they're definitely more high profile than they were. And also but I, I also think that them breaking up fractures the friend group in a way that no one would want. I think that's a lot of what's going on is like if you just have like your boy who's dating some nightmare girl that everybody hates, it's a lot e- and then And then he's like, oh, yeah, but. Yeah, and I'm then you're like, get out of this. Then it's, it's, it's easier to take him aside. But when you know everybody's friends with, um, with Katie Maloney, like in their in their in their own right too, you mm-hmm. know, so they that that you know, Katie is a person that is their friend that they that they like and they enjoy hanging out with. So it's like they're having difficulty like navigating the fact that to to maybe convince Schwartz to do what's right for him might be negatively sabotaging her. what Katie wants. Yeah. It would be a better move for both of them to get out of the relationship but katie a lot more has a lot more riding on it in terms of what she's convinced herself that she wants versus schwartz who's just so in over his head yeah and doesn't have like the tools to make a tough decision that's going to maybe hurt somebody's feelings but ultimately be better for everybody in the long run yeah schwartz is not i don't think in touch with like the self-care side of himself it was cute you know, when they were just dating, you know, that's always been Schwartz's shtick mm-hmm. is like he's this sort of he's just cute. He's got that thing that, you know, some that some women are into where they're like, oh, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to, um, you, you know, babysit him or whatever, like mom him, you know. Yeah. And you really see really saw that like taken to the extreme when he when they're trying to squash it in New Orleans and he's doing like the like ripping shots from the bottle and spraying um 
I'm like ready whip in his mouth. You can see that this is a tool that he's using. That's his that's his whole mechanism is to just like be like helpless and cute and you can tell that you can tell that Katie melts for it. You know, you watch her yeah, she's just like, oh, he's he's just so he's just so adorable. He's just so helpless. I know, like, but watching that, I was just like, oh my god! Like, I can't imagine having that having that be someone's like fighting style. Yeah, where you're like trying to just have a conversation with your boyfriend, and he's just being like silly sports, like drinking and spitting stuff out on himself. Very strange. It was very strange. But then they also just like come to know. There's just no resolution at the end of the day. It's just like we're gonna table this. And then maybe revisit whenever the next time is that we like blow up at each other. And like the marriage feels like an expensive band-aid to put on the entire situation. A lot of people, a lot of people make the, the mistake in their relationship where their the relationship is not going well. And they're like, okay, maybe if we get engaged, that'll save it. And then you, you see a lot of married couples are like, oh, maybe if we have, like, have a kid. kid and this, is yeah. a, this is a classic mistake yeah. that people make. Um, and you, I, you thought that Lisa was going to be the hero by pumping the brakes on officiating the wedding. And even people like, like, like Jackson Sandoval, Sandoval were like, okay, Lisa's finally saying what everyone's thinking, mm-hmm. which is like, she's like, I don't feel comfortable putting my stamp on this thing unless I feel like it's legit. But then what's crazy is that it's like none of that I don't think is actually a legitimate like she's not like legitimately taking a stand. You don't think that she really cares. No, I don't think she gives a shit. I think it's like a show so for sh- drama for the show it helps if she's like I don't know. The timeline didn't didn't make any sense. No, they're like 3 days went they've by. Cuz they they've been we've been hearing the figure of 2 weeks for a minute now like the wedding is two weeks away the wedding is two weeks away what is lisa expecting um katie and tom to achieve and demonstrate to her in like the in like the three days after they got like the telegram request or whatever everything you know we've really been on this path we're like reconnecting we're starting to fall in love again and it's like do you really want to be saying that like right before you're like committing your entire life to this person like it's just not making a lot of sense it's not tracking it would have been heroic for lisa to 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 actually take a stand and just be like yeah for someone to be like no you guys aren't getting married for anyone to just be like i'm not cool with this what would you do if you were in that situation this happened in real life my best friend was dating a girl that was not a good match for him Mm -hmm. and and he was doing the thing where he was like they had a lot of trust issues in their relationship and he was like maybe if i just ask her to marry me then that will she'll kind of chill on the not trusting me tip mm-hmm. um and he, and he and he took me aside and he let me know that that he was going to ask her to marry her and i what i said was i was like listen man after this as your friend i'm going to support you in what you do but this at this moment i'm going to say this one time and one time only do not do it he did it anyway yeah they got engaged thing is you can really only say as a friend you have a one-time opportunity to be like i do not like this at all and then you have to just like sit back but i actually i found myself making the same excuse for tom and katie that i was making for my friend which is to 
to think, okay, maybe there's something to this relationship behind closed doors that we don't see, mm-hmm. you know, a tenderness when they're alone with each other. You know, they've been together a long time. There's there's a dynamic to this relationship that doesn't have a public face necessarily. And that's the foundation of it that, that it's really built on, you know. Yeah. But I feel like. I feel like that's almost just that's just like a, ra- a rationalization, you know. Yeah, I think what you see is what you get. Like, and something that struck me about Tom and Katie's relationship is like, like he's not like a super motivated person, right? And she is, I would say, more motivated than he is. But the two of them together, like, they're the crux of their relationship is like, let's eat garbage food and watch Polly Shore movies which is chill like I love that plan but I feel like that's just their general like life plan and to me that seems like an unhealthy like you're supporting kind of unhealthiness in each other you can't have a healthy relationship with another person if you don't have like your own like inborn motivation towards your own stuff that you're doing yeah I think there's a balance like you need to watch Polly Shore movies but then you also need to go see like Moonlight you need to eat unhealthy food but then you need like a kale smoothie you need to like work out together sometimes like it's a yin yang and I don't think I think they have too much yin and not not enough yang. I know we're kind of in the current episode but I wanted to touch on just like one or two things from the episode before that primarily pertaining to uh, Chris and Dodie. Mm-hmm. You guys talked about the, when she is like coaching Stasi for her date. Mm-hmm. How <laughs> how what she tells her to bring the the three items. You guys talked about this in the on the last sub episode, but you I think you guys didn't mention that these are the the Kristen Doty ABCs of dating. Yeah. The A is Adderall. Oh. The B is Plan B. And the, and C. the C is condoms. <laughs> God, she just has all her fucking bases covered. I'm really into Kristen, like where she is at right now in her life and just like on the show. I think that like we're kind of coming into a new era of Kristen Doty where she's owning how insane she is. She's embodying like iconic status yeah. at this point. Her, the way that she does SIGs <laughs> is everything to me. Cause you'd send me that screenshot of her like ripping the SIG in the alley when she like, has like a cokey confrontation with Sandoval (laughs) and I was dying. Like she is just like hot. You can tell when people are new to the cigarette game. I don't know if you ever noticed this. You can kind of tell when, when, when a person's trying to be cool and first start smoking cigs, they do it with the, they hold it with the two fingers very vertical. Mm -hmm. And then as you, as you get more and more cigarette experience, you get more and more horizontal but Kristen's like cigarette smoking expertise is so advanced. She's coming with like such a powerful <laughs> inhale. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's so like it's so indicative of like of all of everything that's going on with her. She's got to suck down this cigarette so hard. She gets you know? like emotional in her cigarette smoking. Like when she just lights it and has that first, like the first solid rip, it's there, powerful. There was there there was a moment of like maybe the like last season or two seasons ago when she's when someone is like letting her have it and she's she's just she's just 
using this sig so hard and oh it can... was the one where she's like suck a dick like where she's out in the and natalie is like yelling at her and then yeah. i just saved a bunch of those gifts on my desktop because i was like that's an iconic Kristen cigarette moment and she's retreating into the cigarette because she knows that what's being said to her is true she's processing and then she uses it to like she like points at people with it which is a really <laughs> favorite move of mine with like smokers is really like, get out of here <laughs> it's powerful smoking cigarettes i mean in this day and age is just a crazy thing to do it's a psychotic thing Full to do. Stop. you can't do it anymore it's sad like i miss it a lot i really wish that it was like the 1950s and it was just like very acceptable but it's true suicide Kristen Doty cares not for these rules she's gonna smoke no matter what then she had the uh, another queen moment with the with like the flask bottle at the at the bridal her little to go wine yeah (laughs) she's like you know that she she's she's demonstrating that oh this the dress has got the little pocket that the flask bottle is gonna fit in Mm -hmm. perfect you know but it's like it's Katie's wedding. It's not the kind of it's not the kind of event where you need to sneak a flask into. Like it's gonna have ample available booze. Yeah. So you know that Dodie's just looking for any excuse to bring alcohol with her to the fitting. I love like it's like what, maybe eleven AM or like twelve PM and she's like, you know what I really need right now to get me through this fitting is like I'm just gonna pack a roadie of white wine. Like lukewarm wine kind of just like gets more. Was it wine or was it, it was like white I, wine? It was oh. like one of those little tiny white I, I, wines. I, I, I thought I thought it was like um a, a little like you know like uh like homeless person size like bottle of no, Smirnoff was, or something. It was like a to go wine. And then she houses the full thing. She takes the full thing to the face she, like, like before they from leave. the dressing room like in mid drink mid swig. And then, like, tucks it in her pocket and is just, like, feeling sassy. That is also a spinoff that I would be I interested would in. Kristen Doty, like, I would, I brush would her teeth follow for, her like, to, There's minutes. a certain type of, there's a type, a certain type of guy, read me, <laughs> <laughs> that is, like, this, this just kind of, like, maniacal instability. You're attracted to it. It's problematic to, like, call a woman, like, crazy at this point, but, like... It's like crack cocaine. Yeah. And she, it's like. Because she spin. it's like she sucks you into like a web. That, there's like just like, like, like d- deep insanity behind her eyes. You the know? fact that she can get into a fight out of thin air. Yeah. Like that's a skill. Yeah. She's like, Tom Sandoval's like, hey, how are you? Like, can I, like, can I bum a lighter? And she's like, Yeah. You're a real fucking asshole. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to say it, but like, you are. And like, and then just goes off. And it's like, she's in Kristen Doty land and it's incredible. Like, okay, I, you, so you don't follow like news or whatever, but she just recently tweeted like she has a book in the works yeah. and she's like preparing to be a New York Times bestselling. Author. What's the premise? I think it's like how to be like a crazy stalker girlfriend. She also is. St- Still has a lot of emotional stuff in the in the Sandoval basket. Oh, totally. That has yet to be like worked out. So that's why she's still. You saw it before when she was so invested in like the Miami girl mm-hmm. thing, and it's like it's under the guise of she is, wants to expose Sandoval. 
still we saw we saw it recently when she was like, "Oh, Schwartz never acts this way." When it's only when he's around Sandoval, she's trying. She's always trying to demonize Sandoval and expose Sandoval. But I think it really more just comes from a place of just like wanting to be involved with Sandoval yeah. and tie herself to Sandoval somehow. Still, well, they also dated for six years. Yeah, so like, I mean. People say it takes you like half the time that you dated to like get over someone. So they haven't even been broken up for like three years yet. Like, and it feels like I just rewatched the iconic Dodie scene where she like comes back to his apartment to get her mail, but she's dressed Dressed in that to the nines, literally dressed to go (laughs) out (laughs) with a with like with with like a country club pour of Pinot Grigio wine drunk tied on. Yeah, yo that. Reminds me of <laughs> the one of the one of my favorite things I've heard in recent memory. So perfectly, um, like really embodies a lot of what Sir's all about. From like what they, what they're offering as a restaurant, mm-hmm. the fact that Lisa uh, is so proud that uh, it's it's a known thing. Everybody knows that Sir has the best. Also, that's a <laughs> lie. Like that's a. Straight, they don't have good. They pours. don't have the best pour. I've ha- I've like drank there a few times. I will say that Sandoval is an amazing bartender. He does like a good pour. But yeah. like I went there for my birthday. I think it was like my 29th birthday and decided to have like a big dinner there and Jax was bartending and I went up and I was like, Hey, like, can I just get like a special, like, will you just like make me like a special drink of yeah. like gin? And then he acted like really like he was not into my request at all. And like very dismissive. And the poor was like mediocre. So you're talking about the, the, the liquor, the amount of liquor in the mixed drink. The amount of liquor in the mixed, as drink. opposed to like a wine glass pour. Yeah, and we a wine know glass that Jax is the weakest link when it comes to the mixing of the <laughs> He's cocktails. He's like a zero link, and the pour. <laughs> he just solely exists. He's given a lot of leeway. He only has this job because he now just feeds information to Lisa, like just wags his tongue and tells her whatever she wants to know, and like he's pretty charming so he gets by on that but like he doesn't know the prices of anything he doesn't like he doesn't know where anything is he's always like dropping glass bottles in the ice tank he's got tenure yeah (laughs) and i respect i honestly i respect that about lisa that she's 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 like fuck it you know like like it's Jax. What I'm going to do? I'm not going to fire Jax. Yeah, you know, she can't fire Jax. Yeah, he's going to get. But she's also not going to ask him to partner up and do like another restaurant. No, you know. And I mean, I think it's like, I mean, it's even to go <laughs> that route with Sandoval is risky. I don't. I disagree. I think like Sandoval is ready. He's got to what take, it takes. He's I, got yeah, what it I, takes. I, I think and you're he right. has the passion right. to like take it to the next level. And I think that it's so interesting to me, like in their world, in this like Vanderpump world of like earned trust and like putting in the time and like proving yourself to yeah. Lisa and Ken really counts for something. I'm like, wow, that's like a huge vote of confidence. He was going hard when they were trying to do the sangria deal. <laughs> He should have. He should have. He should have trimmed the dead weight that was Tom Schwartz Tom on Schwartz, that partnership. That was just like so misguided. Do you do you think that that was actually real, or do you think that maybe for the show they were like just try to do this maybe 
Because it's like I think it was. I think that Sandoval was, was genuine. Just, Sandoval and it. Schwartz were like, okay, we got it. We got to do something that's not just because that was that that was in that um that was in that that time frame when Katie was putting a lot of pressure on Schwartz not only to propose to her but also to like maybe make something of himself because Schwartz has never worked it. He doesn't work it. He's never worked at Sir. No, he had that one gig at Pump that he famously he just tweaked out yeah. and pieced out on. And so she was like, yo, you do, you do like a catalog modeling gig, like, like once, model once, once every five months. Yeah. The rest of the time, he's just like on the couch with the dogs. Everyone has been letting themselves go. He's not, he's not rocking a model's physique anymore. No, he walked out to the pool in New Orleans and I was like, um. Jax is certainly not rocking a model's physique anymore Jax is just like kind of just he's doing the thing that a lot of that happens to a lot of men I feel like where they just get thick like he's not like flabby like some guys just get like they all of a sudden double up in size kind of like an Alec Baldwin type of body journey Jax is rocking like a 90s WWF wrestler physique you know like a like a beefcake it's beefcake like shaved He's big there's oily not, there's not a lot of definition <laughs> you know who i realize that jacks reminds me of who? Are, you, are you familiar with um bebop and rocksteady from teenage mutant ninja turtles no they're like they're like they're villains who roll with krang they're one of them is a rhinoceros <laughs> and the other one is like a is like a wild boar with mm-hmm. a mohawk i don't know if you sh- i think that just jogged like i just <laughs> got like a memory kind of flashback of maybe what that is yeah like from childhood he's i don't actually know which one is bebop and which one is rocksteady <laughs> but he is like uh a mashup of them both i I believe. I love that. I love also when Lisa's telling him to pour, like to do the pour the sangria. Her instructions are make it look sexier. Nobody wants a wine pour like that. That's like, <laughs> like a big fat. I, in a sangria, I guess you would want like it did, looked like it didn't true. even have ice in it. Like, true, true. Also, it's the wrong size wine glass for a sangria. You mm-hmm. want to use like a Bordeaux glass for a sangria. Have a nice big like your Chris Jenner style. Yeah. <laughs> wine glass but it's like it's not that's not a good look to have just a normal glass of wine be poured to the brim you know you want to it's like no, like sloshing over no, the edges I, I, that, that that would that's actually like a pet like a, a, a of a of a proper wine aficionado that's like a, an over pour is like a pet peeve you don't do it you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> but it's just that it just, just goes like that's what I was saying before that just goes hand in hand with what sir is offering you know you're gonna get like you guys have touched on this before. You're going to get like a like like a very like doable like milanese mm-hmm. and like maybe a burrata and like a nice pour on um like on your like buttery chardonnay. Like know? it's all going to be <laughs> just fine, but it's not going to be like crave worthy. Like I got to get back there for those goat cheese balls. My God. When I went to Sir, I I characterized it as. Like if 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 I was gonna if I decided I was gonna have some people over for dinner and I was gonna Google like a chicken marsala recipe and just make like a solid B maybe B slash B plus entree, mm-hmm. that's what you're getting. Yeah, it's like you could and would make better food than they will make for you at Sir, 
But you're not going there for the food. You're going there for the wait staff. I don't even think at this point you're likely to see, you know, a a, a really spicy cast member. You're gonna get like your, you're gonna get like, you're gonna a get lot. a Guillermo. You'll definitely get in the, Guillermo on, on like on the like DJing in the, in the lounge. You'll get <laughs> Diana. She's there a lot. Diana's the other partner, right? Diana, like, no, Natalie's the other partner. Yeah. And then oh, Diana's the, the, the manager. manager. Oh yeah. Oh, she's the she's the one that that, that Kristen tell, says like oh like, like suck, suck a dick. dick. Yeah, <laughs> I mistakenly said Natalie, but it was really poor poor Diana. Oh, God, I would die to, for Brittany to wait on me. She you can go. She tweets like every time that she's working. Like there. tweets like a screenshot of yeah, the, her she's schedule. Always like doing like updates for when she. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I have a question for you. Go on. If you got the opportunity to become the manager and whip Sir into shape, would you take it? Yes or no? Uh, I mean, so, like, we're talking like actual real life. Real Do life. you want to be the manager yeah. of Sir? You want to move to LA. We need you at this restaurant. Clearly, you know what you're talking about with the wine glasses and such. We'll move you out here. You'll be in charge. So is this a, is this a world where it's just a restaurant called Sir or or is this the, the reality show is going on? And this I is like gotta everything's be... going on. You just got to like get into the fold. You may or may not have to be on camera, but like you, we need you. I, 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 I think. Would you take that on? I, I think I, I, I think I would have to. Yeah. Just because I like to say yes to life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm at a place right now where I would be available to mix it up (laughs) i feel like you (laughs) could get that job and then take sir from like whatever it is now to like a michelin level like i would love to know that 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 transformation i don't know if it's salvageable you would really need a full you need a overhaul yeah but it's not but that's 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 not that's not true to to sir's raison d'etre i want to see a chef's table episode of sir (laughs) Like shot really beautifully, 
but just with the current like chef and like staff there. What's the logical next concept for the restaurant that you know possibly Sandoval is going to do? They've I been think trying it's to more like a pub, a gastro pub. I think it's a gastro That's pub. Perfect fit for Sandoval as yeah. well. It's mm-hmm. going to get you the the. Dope cocktails with like the good bites on the side. Yeah. Did you know <laughs> that Sandoval was low key nasty at the French horn? I did not know. That was that. news to that you. That was news to me. When he did the horse whimper, I was like, this bro's got talents we don't even know about. That was a delightful surprise i was also momentarily really giddy when i thought that tom schwartz was a triplet i know i had a moment there too where i was like there are multiple schwartzes and then a bit crestfallen (laughs) when i learned that he was not one of the triplets but that he only had three triplet brothers but then almost immediately brought back up with the whole promise of what these triplets <laughs> may bring i'm like okay so i have a lot of questions about the like family element of this wedding like why is his family not coming to his wedding okay this is i have a lot on this okay yeah like, um for <laughs> just continue to say that i'm i could not be more excited to meet these triplets. Mm-hmm. I love the dynamic that they already have with Jax. I love seeing Jax get like flustered by another person where he's just like, God, you don't get, oh God. And like, he's <laughs> never been, Jax has never been like more passionate and more like stressed out about anything in his life than trying to get these triplets like on the plane, like get their ticket. I can really ID with the kind of frustration that comes from like trying to get a plan <laughs> together and have some like flakes not being able to like, and and when 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 you're when you're when Jax is getting frustrated about the logistics. Yeah. You know, and it's like they apparently like so he said that they they they, they all three of them live at home with Schwartz's mom. In the same room. They all work the same job. We haven't learned what the job is that yeah. they all work. I'm like picturing <laughs> them some kind of custodial thing. They all share a, a pay-as-you-go burner phone. It's like really wild. These like triplet. Did it show a photo of them in this episode? As far as it I... Brief, I didn't... I don't did think it? there was a visual. Maybe there was like a family photo when they were all young but it's very TBD. There was a brief photo in which I noted that they look nothing like Tom Schwartz. They have, they have <laughs> like, you could hear the Schwartz in the kid's voice when he was talking, like a very pure, very like base Tom Schwartz. And lots like, of oh. questions like, should I talk to some, like really like <laughs> it's timid. Like, it's <laughs> a surprise. Don't tell Schwartz. All right, cool, cool. So like, should I talk to Schwartz about it? <laughs> And Jax, Jax is, is like getting, getting red faced. Jax is getting so cheesed off. He's and being I like lo- forced to drink this smoothie with the raw egg in it that he didn't want. And I love how he's like, he's like, no, he's like yelling at Brittany. He's like, I gotta call, I gotta call Sandoval. I gotta talk to Sandoval. <laughs> gotta talk to Sandoval. I got, I gotta get with Sandoval on this. I gotta coordinate with Sandoval. But okay, so my, my whole thing with this is that there is a fourth wall to the show that is never broken. Mm-hmm. Is um, 
how much money do these people make? Yeah. They're, they're purported to just make the money that they make from Sir and maybe their modeling gigs on the side, but I'm sure they, you know, they, they're paid by Bravo for being on the show, right? Yeah. How much money do they make? Tom and- They shill on Instagram. They do what? Oh, they they, they, oh, they yeah, got they, they got, do the, they like got the, the glasses, they got promos. The glasses, you got your promos. skinny tees. Yeah. So yeah, but what was weird to me is that we see them in getting their prenup and like basically and there's no money in the there's account. There's no money. There's like two hundred dollars, but then suddenly twenty thousand dollars has materialized out of nowhere to like cover the first check for. They're the writing wedding. a check. There's money in the bank account. Moreover, you're. Drop in 50K large on the wedding, 10 G's on the flowers alone. How is it that you can't drop the extra 1,500 to fly out the triplets? Yeah. There's a lot of things are not adding up about Tom's family at this wedding. How is it that you think that your dad would be able to, you know, get his dentist buddy to give him a Zan, get on the plane or drive. Or drive. Figure it out. Get on a bus. The sister can't get work off. It's really weird. There's something go else going on there. There's something else going on. I think that it's like his family is like not down with the wedding. I think that, it, yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think it speaks to the fact that nobody really supports this union. If you're like, I'm sorry, just like can't take off work for this day but also they are they did get married on a wednesday which does throw a wrench into like the work week but i mean for a big life event such as a marriage it's a little bit shady to be like i gotta go to work maybe i'm just you know i'm 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 speaking from a position of privilege to have of having the means to like get places when I need to get them. But I just feel like if your son or your brother is getting married, you get to the wedding, figure it out. Yeah. Or if you're like insisting on having a destination wedding and like your family is like, it's going to be hard for us to get there. Then you factor, like you said, you factor that into the budget of the entire wedding is like, okay, we need to pay for the family's like travel accommodations. It's a no brainer. Or you have the wedding in the place where your family lives. It seems really, really shady. And also what's even shadier is no one's really addressing like the real reason why. To get not be able to get work off is not a legitimate excuse. It's possible that the triplets thing is cooked up to have like the surprise moment. And but on you know, I I don't I don't think we're gonna see a surprise Mr. Schwartz appearance. No, I think his dad is just, like, out, like, not coming to the wedding. Also, if I was getting married to someone, I would, like, really want their I would want their parents to be there to, like, see it. Like, that would be a priority to me to be, like, make sure that my husband's family is, like, at the wedding. Of course. Enjoying. Of course. That's That's the only reason to get married. I know. And Katie has nothing. What's also interesting is she has just nothing to say about the absence of his family. They're just... They're just bottling it up. They're bottling it up. They're not going to fight. Sweep it under the rug. James Kennedy is is back. God, I had missed him so much. Bless him. And also Raquel, my queen, is back. Blank staring, like not truly understanding what's going on. I didn't realize how much I missed James Kennedy until he graced my screen. And Raquel has like, she hasn't had a whole lot of screen time this season, but... (laughs) <laughs> when I saw her face, it was like... It's like coming home. 
Exactly. Yeah. I don't know like, why that is. Oh, has she so... maybe? But, but has she maybe been in something before that I've seen her? There was a familiarity there. I don't think so. I think it's just like that beauty queen like look where it's like she's kind of his girl next door, like such a little sweetie face that you're hey, just like. I so heard nice you're obsessed see. with my boyfriend. <laughs> Am best. I reading that right? <laughs> <laughs> when they're like let's make a toast and then her eyes kind of like widened and then it was like as though she did not know what a toast was and then everyone raised their glass and like said like to family and then she was like to the family <laughs> and like Raquel is just like 400 steps behind everyone around her but god love her for it James is getting misty <laughs> He's so emotional. That's real. That's real him. man stuff. Yeah, that's real man stuff. He's had James, to deal with a lot. James is a sweet kid. He's a sweetie. And anything that you would be able to villainize him over is coming from that place. He is dealing. I mean, his parents got divorced. His mom is clearly unhinged, and like <laughs> he has to take on all that kind of trauma of his parents' relationship. Plus, you know, his godfather, George Michael, passed away. He's having to deal and come to terms with that. He's battling a substance abuse issue. He's working through some stuff. He's a struggling DJ just trying to get gigs. It's not always, he's not always doing it in the most elegant fashion. It's going to be messy. But he's getting through it. He's a young man. He's going to make like an amazing 35 year old. He's, and that's also, we forget that he's what, like 24 at this point? He's a baby. He's 24 or whatever. <laughs> With the way that he was probably raised, he's probably got like, you know, the emotional intelligence of a 14 year old. Yeah. I used uh, some grass the other day <laughs> and um, attempted to watch an episode of VDP mm-hmm. and it mangled my brain. <laughs> Which episode were you watching? It was maybe, it must have been four or five episodes back. You know how that thing where it's like smoke the pot and then you get like, even if you're just trying to watch like Elf or something, you get Mm -hmm. really caught up in like the choices that the actors are making. You overthink it. It's classic stuff. But so I became really tuned in to who was being genuine, your Britney's, Mm -hmm. and who was like... But just reading off a script that they'd created in their own mind, you know, your Sheena's and your, to a lesser extent, maybe your Stasi's. And mm-hmm. but what I what I what I really got really tuned into were who were the real good guys and who were the real bad guys. Okay, James Kennedy is a good guy on this show. Yeah, through and through, he came into the show in a position of a villain, but he he's a good guy. You mm-hmm. know, I. Th- uh, He's authentic. Katie Maloney is a menace. <laughs> She's a she is formerly a wolf in sheep's clothing, but now just a wolf. It has it's a lot. It's tied up into like what? How much like genuineness? What's the what's the noun form of of genuine? <laughs> genuineness. Genuine. Yeah. Genuine. That works for me. Genuosity. <laughs> I like genuosity. How much genuosity are you bringing to the table? And there's different gradations, and people are different, bringing different levels of it at different times. Yeah, but... I think Sandoval and James kind of have a lot in common as far as like how emotional they get about things. Because Sandoval's a really emotional guy. 
Sandoval and Ariana are constantly being given grief for mm-hmm. giving James chances and giving Lala chances, but I I get that. Yeah. That's like what being a human being is all about. Yeah. You don't just do this like mean girls thing where it's like, oh, you You're ac- you're done. You We're went, not friends with them. You went to the party when yeah. I when when I was fighting with her, that's it. Yeah. James is just like he's consumed with and acts from his pain. But the good thing about him is that he's honest about like where this pain is coming from and it's not always going to be pretty, but he's here for it and it's like he's working through it. I really entered with him on his his ice cream (laughs) fixation as well. I was really on board. Yeah. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to see more of James. I'm sad that we've gotten like it's we've missed him for like the past two or three episodes. Like he wasn't in any of the. They didn't even flash to him during they didn't, like, the New they Orleans didn't, they stuff. Didn't, they didn't do a fake, like, cooked up yeah. storyline for they him. They just kind of left him. But I think that's also... what A thing that makes me a little bit mad about this show is that I feel like the main cast members very much control the narrative of, like, who's going to get screen time and who isn't. And they know that if they band up together and, like, refuse to film with someone, then that person will eventually get phased out of the show. So I think that that's what they've all decided to do with James, and that's why we're seeing less of him. But we call that the Lauren Conrad. Mm-hmm. They're totally Conrading James. Maloney is LCing everyone. Yeah, and, like, it's it's really, like, Maloney, Dodie, and Stassi who decide... And then now that they're banded together, it's like whatever they say goes. You want to talk about a spinoff that I'm definitely not interested in is like this Stasi dating. I'm like, please spare me. I don't need any more of like Stasi's journey. Like that photo shoot, I, I was like, I really could have done without that entire thing. Like, I don't care about like your glam. I don't really care. I cared about like the bodysuit just because I was like, that's a wild look. But I'm also like, what dating apps are you on that you're going to do a photo shoot like to put on these dating apps? Like, is she on Raya? Uh, do you think she's on Raya? Are reality shows on Raya? I a reality show talent and stars? I haven't. So I'm on Raya. Okay. I, I figured <laughs> that you were on Raya. I never got approved. Which As now doesn't matter but I was burned I felt very burned by it at the time and so if I knew that Dodie and Stassi and like Maloney were eligible to be on Ryan could get approved I would feel even more burned if now. memory serves I don't think I've seen Stassi on there mm-hmm. I did see Stassi on Tinder okay like four years ago they're all on Tinder Peter was on Tinder we went on a Tinder date once you and Peter yeah did you guys no. do first there was no There was no real connection there. We went on like a lunch Tinder date. Something that we should circle back to is the Stasi and Peter connection. But I want to say, I want to say first that as a person who uses Tinder and Raya and mm-hmm. blah, blah, I'm always confused when you see these women on there with these professional photographs and it's like it's like okay it's like okay you're a model maybe but it's like who told you to be a model it confuses me (laughs) so much but this is answering that question at least in this instance she's you know she's she's getting her groove back she's booking a photo shoot so she can feel sexy again And she has the mentality which is like 
a female mentality that I personally don't relate to, which is like, I need to have like these sexy, like professional photos for my dating app, which is just, I mean, I understand why you would want to do that. But at the same time, I'm just like, I just don't like how it just feels like a lot of energy to put towards like, cause guys don't do that. It's an automatic swipe left. It's a left swipe for you. <laughs> yeah. Professional photo shoot. <laughs> Seems like a lot. These are my like social media dating automatic red flag swipe left. Yeah. Uh, standing in front of angel wings painted on a brick wall. Mm-hmm. It's a no. Um, doing a yoga pose in front of anything. Okay. I actually really appreciate a yoga pose. Okay. Because I think, I mean, if a guy, I appreciate it because it's like, I'm athletic, and also I'm going to give you, like, a low-key, very sexual vibe right off the bat. I, I think that they, they – there's <laughs> there's always that that thing of, like, oh, yeah, she's a gymnast, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Oh, she's a – Flexible. Ba- she's a ballerina. Mm-hmm. But I've never, like – thought about flexibility necessarily as a desirable I've never been like doing sex on someone I'm like oh man I can't like hit this position that I've been trying <laughs> Only to get in but they they um uh the women on the dating stuff they'll hit you with like the tr- what is it the tree pose when you get the foot up like this and then they hit you with the hearts the heart you know the, oh, heart the hands. hands together heart yeah like, on the mountaintop mm-hmm I don't play that. It's a spiritual vibe. I thought that for a while I'd been thinking that Stasi had kind of fallen off. Mm-hmm. Um, she was always, in years past, she was always giving you the... So my visual of Stasi is like an arms raised as like the over the bikini throw is coming off little side boob Mm -hmm. you know like Cabo Stasi. it's my birthday exactly and I thought that that um and also and the um when they're when they're doing the nude photo lineup with Peter yeah is is looking good so hot I thought that those days were behind us but have to I must say that in the the fishnet onesie i was like stassi still got it yeah she's looking good yeah she's looking good man i miss like pre-filler stassi with like who had not the ice blonde hair who was more of like kind of a brunette blonde and just like really just like (laughs) sharp tongued and like being like demanding and just like crazier you know and really just going full bore with her like i'm gonna ice pick you on your balls and then use your balls for something you know she's like i'm gonna bathe in your fucking blood and then like eat a sandwich like she really got she was like so hardcore for a while and now i feel like it's kind of she's becoming like a reality celeb personality like i feel like she's grooming her they're all grooming themselves for like the next phase of their career so to speak but i really do and i've been watching like season one a little bit and it's just like it's refreshing to know where they came from and see their roots in that way she's been struggling to settle into kind of her new role Mm -hmm. you know she was the she was like this she was like the super villain season one yeah you know the the fact that (laughs) the fact that you're going, you're going all season one. You're going the whole, sh- the whole 
season, you're you're like Stasi is a, a total nightmare. Poor Jax, you know this poor guy. And then the the twist that he, he that he did actually cheat. I mean, one of the, possibly the most explosive twist mm-hmm. in reality show history. Set the pre- the whole precedent for the whole. Yeah, it cemented Vanderpump Rules as like the one of the best reality shows of all time. Agreed. And then she then she went away, and then she came back, and she did she did she did the apology tour. Yeah, you know she she's trying to do like the new Stasi, and she's having difficulty kind of you know reconciling you know how, how she's going to position herself to her friends and her position to the show. New Stasi, and how she positions herself to the world. And new Stasi is like I'm single, and like make a lot of like self deprecating jokes about like not being married, and like talk about my dating life, and like be in fashion and go to fashion week. And I'm like, okay, but it just seems like it seems a little watered down to me in a lot of ways. It's a little too polished. I'm not buying it. Her her quips are like the the jargon she's using is like from six months ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's gonna be like like next season she's gonna be hitting them with like the cash me outside. You know, <laughs> Stasi does a lot of this like sort of hand motions mm-hmm. that like the viewer that the listeners cannot see what I'm doing right now but <laughs> it's like a side to side it's like a very like shoulder shruggy like who would like what th- this is what I'm doing like yeah. who does this she's very performative now which and and she always has been like having like this kind of dynamic performative vibe but now it seems even more refined and put on and like it's meticulously crafted. There's so many layers to it. Yeah. That it's like difficult to figure out like what layer she's on. But I will say I think that we're not going to get rid of Stasi anytime soon. Like I think she's now she's about to be like around if not in like a reality show way then as like hosting some sort of thing way or like she's going to be like a prevalent personality and brand as she should be because she's got that like dumbed down really accessible not that sharp like whatever Jay Leno style yeah and for like middle America like kind of basic women she is this kind of pillar of like fashion hilarious like jokes and she is the aspirational person That's exactly right. that they all want. That's so exactly right. she's like a human Ugg boot. She's your like the view round table, like lowest common denominator daytime TV. Yeah. She's really good for like if you live in Nebraska and you are ha- crafting this idea of what like a California girl is then you see Stassi and you're like wow none of them are ever really like like serving a one-liner that I'm like yo (laughs) you know Jax does kind of like he'll have little quips and it's not really like one-liners he's just more like sarcastic and shady like when he's like don't you have to be in this wouldn't Mike Shea have to be in the same room as Sheena to like get her pregnant like when he is like making fun of other people's relationships and stuff, I'm really there for Jax's like humor. It's not like he's not going outside of the box and giving me like a crazy law where I'm like, wow, you're so smart and like on it. But he does have like his ability to read people. I like it. He does have good takes because he's like, he's 
in in the in the way that he's hiding behind the hotel door instead of injecting himself in the argument, mm-hmm. he's grown up a little. Yeah. And he's removed himself from the from the drama that he had that he now is able to have like the funny good perspective on. He's it. showing it. He's displaying a lot of maturity that I appreciate, and like I'm excited to see like where he goes. He from is here. often. <laughs> the voice of reason. I know, which is shocking in this day and age. Um, wait, we need to talk about a couple things. One is Lisa riding a horse to Sir. Um, and claiming that it, she, there were just some horses outside that she just hopped on. I've lived in West Hollywood now for six years almost. Very close to that entire, like area never seen i've never once single seen horse. a horse on the streets here ever and she's like i'm gonna just hop on this horse she must have hired the horses right i got i don't know but i gotta give it to her like that was a twist i didn't see coming and i appreciated it was like extra thirsty but in just the right way where i was like god lisa i wanted to see um <laughs> like i don't know if you know this but like ariana like is a horse person like she grew up around horses yeah. so like she like knows about horses i wanted ariana to be like oh you know actually like the way that she was like sitting on the saddle is like not the correct way to sit on the saddle <laughs> or like or like um like actually you know it's like um it's like actually problematic to like have like the horses on the concrete like the shoes aren't the right shoes for that <laughs> like, or like in the street next to so many cars could really <laughs> spook them i did also found myself wanting ariana's take and it reminded me of the episode before where they went horseback riding together which i was like that's a really cool way to bond with lisa who went horseback riding with lisa ariana and lisa okay went like to the stables and like did a little run around the track with on like lisa's horses james was he was giving me a lot this episode but then he said he was really mean about Kristen when he was like Raquel is my queen I want to spend the rest of my life with her he was like Kristen is some hooker that you fuck on the hood of your BMW that's when James is at his worst yeah he slide he backslides into he doesn't have a handle on like what is okay and not okay to say about a person, especially a, a woman, a lot yeah. of times. I feel like where where you were pointing out where like Kristen has a lot of baggage surrounding Sandoval, James still has a lot of baggage surrounding Kristen. It became this like chain reaction where well, she was so spurned and like saddened by her relationship with Sandoval ending that she like inflicted the same amount of pain onto like someone else. James is just, you know, he's got such a chip on his shoulder and he's he's and he's so insecure. So his entire his 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 ego he's standing on his on his ego. You know, it's mm-hmm. all he's like just a walking ego, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like whenever something is a threat to that, he needs to like attack it. Yeah. I suffer from anxiety. It's just a fact of life. <laughs> what message was her outfit supposed to be sending is she just on some like okay i'm on camera i gotta like i think she goes on camera and she goes hard yeah she just goes hard she you're goes a gonna, full contour you're not gonna frosty eye you're not gonna catch her in like a pair of jeans no she like puts the extensions in and then like did like a sporty look like with her like silk booty shorts 
and a stiletto. It was a really intense daytime look. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be exhausting. She's always in like a night. To need to serve looks like that. A nighttime look in a daytime scenario. That, that's a power move that she was able to pull as the as the hostess when she's getting into it with whoever she's getting into it with, and they're wearing like the what like the the gauze like server mm-hmm. dress with the little like checkbook purse, and she's like rocking some she's like fully in like a bodycon look with some, like, like amazing six outfit, inch, like, like you can't. It doesn't matter what you, you're not going to win that argument against no. her when you're wearing a uniform and she's serving a look like that. She's always dressing like she's in a rap video the, in like the falling mid aughts. <laughs> rap is like her right. She there. looks like I'm sure this has been said before, but she looks like um like a like a like a brat's doll. She does, but she also has like this porn star aesthetic to her. She's as well. got like a very like it's like the hoop earrings, and she looks like she should always be like popping like a big ass bubble gum pop mm-hmm. you know but she is another person who's my only real foray into like sort of um involving myself with these people outside of the show was i i, I did have lala on snapchat for a little while but her her face is another one of these faces that is like <laughs> just challenging to be to have you can't in, get down with in, it to have in front of you you know yeah um, the anxiety thing is getting thrown out a lot these days. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is like a chic thing, I think, to capitalize on. It's like, join the fucking club. Yeah, like who fucking doesn't have crippling anxiety? Crippling anxiety at all times. You don't see, like, I'm not going to just, like, stop doing every single thing i'm doing and because i have anxiety and it's supposed to be like this big reveal like i'm not sure if i'm gonna say it or not you don't you just don't what you what you actually what you don't actually know about me is i suffer from anxiety like it's a real fucking thing (sighs) <sighs> I'm like, Lala, take some Lexapro and get over it. It's like also, yeah, it's like some of us are out here without access to the stuff. Well, RIP, Lala. I think this is like the final thing we get of her. I, she is, She does make an appearance at the reunion. I don't know if she's going to even be back on the show next season or not. I don't know if the show's been renewed for another season. I'm sure it will be. But like... I think that signals the end of her short and sweet reign of terror over the Vanderpump Rules cast. Yeah, we're at the point where everything's about to dissolve. Maybe there'll be one more, maybe one more season of like Vanderpump proper. Mm -hmm. But just in the same way that you said Stassi is a person that we're going to be seeing more of and whatever guys that may be. I think um, that Lala is a person that we certainly hopefully should be seeing i'm ready for her like r&b career to launch and like yeah it's too bad that there's no such thing as an mtv vj anymore oh my god you're right she would be perfect perfect for that like a primo she was like born in the wrong time period i'm sorry but she truly is like a mid-aughts like like, babe and she can't and now it's like she's just not she's not for this world you know the wrong era but maybe she'll just 
you know, disappear into the obscurity of, you know, having a rich boyfriend and just Maybe. being cool with that. Being a babe. I don't see um I don't see like a pervasive like musical offering coming from from her. Who do you think is gonna make it as far as like between Mike Shea and Lala in the music world? Nobody is gonna be offering original music. Mm-hmm. In a successful way. Okay. James Kennedy will always get the residency at Hakai-san. <laughs> you know, Shay will get the whatever the, the rung down below that is. And Lala will always have like the, oh, Lala's going to perform her new song at um, Wet Republic. Yeah. <laughs> But you're never gonna see like a like pop rising Spotify playlist featuring like the new The new James Kennedy the track. New Lala Kent. The new Lala Kent. John. What okay, so do you think James is gonna make it to Coachella? <laughs> James is gonna be at like um like the Mike's hard lemonade <laughs> tent at like at the PlayStation two bungalow in Indian Wells. Like Coachella after party no. or day party? Yeah, like 2.30 p.m. on <laughs> Friday. Closer to his dream than ever, but still not quite and there. And in his mind, that's Coachella. You yeah. Know? That's as good as it gets. He's going to promote it and, he, and he'll and he brag about it. so here for James, like, becoming, like, a DJ, we are your friend style, like, having his, like, breakthrough moment. I feel like all his pain could pay off in, like, the great gift of, like, his DJ career taking off. In my mind, like, my fantasy is... I would love, I would love, I would love to see something like that happen. I don't, from what I've witnessed thus far, I don't think the talent is there. Okay. Fair enough. I think that he's, huh, well... I mean, what did he do? He did that rap. He's rapping now. But it's not good, I don't think. It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I think that there's something about a person that's a real artist that that they're they're not going to jeopardize that by going on the reality show in the first place. They're going to want to maintain their integrity Mm -hmm. by not being the guy from the reality show. It's like a conflicting brand scenario. Although I've always said... That, you know, he got a lot of guff for calling himself the white Kanye. Mm -hmm. But calling yourself the white Kanye is what the white Kanye would do. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I think on that note, we've just about covered all of our bases. Do you have any parting thoughts or feelings or emotions? Just, um, you know, want to express my gratitude for doing the couch with you, being here. This is a this is a it's a high point for me in my uh, career as a consumer of reality television. This is huge for me. I feel like it's been a year in the making. Like we met almost a year ago, and I was like, "You got to come on! Like you got to do the podcast." And we laid the groundwork, and we followed through. So it's been a real dream come true for me. If only somebody had had a microphone on when we were you know doing spicy margs at 9 Mm a.m poolside (laughs) we were having our own james kennedy coachella (laughs) moments so we did it you'll have to come back maybe when you move to manage sir and turn it in whip it into shape when i'm cast as like oh like a new guy from new york Mm -hmm. comes in will schwartz and sandoval accept him 
into the group? Yeah. Or will he be ostracized? A la la la. I love that concept of like trying to get a new guy into the fold that's not James because we haven't ever really gotten to see that aside from James. I feel like they've cycled through like a lot of like females have tried to come in. Like we had Laura Lee, we had Vale, Lala. But really, the only dude has been James. Has been so James. I think that there's a, a door is wide open for you well, to get you, in there. You, <laughs> we 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 thought for a for a minute that um, Ariana's brother was going to be maybe Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy Maddox. <laughs> Jeremy. Oh. Will it be me? I'll give the listeners a hint. It won't be. <laughs> but stay tuned because you just never know what could happen. But um. I'll be back on the couch. All right. Look forward to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.